And here we go. And we are Bar Crawl Radio on Radio 568, now podcasting on iTunes. Uh, today, we are broadcasting and recording from Paul Pet 71 on West 71st Street, off ah, of Columbus Avenue. Paul Pet Day. Paul Pet Day. Okay, I'll, I'll never get that right. No. And, and I'm going to introduce that other voice in a second. And this is our holiday show celebrating BCR's first season, full season, of broadcasting over Radio 568 and podcasting, of course, on iTunes. At the, um, at the end of time, when all things are done and the world is over, I'm going to be with my beautiful wife and radio partner, Rebecca McKean. Hello. Hi, sweetie. Hi, honey. Yes, our eighth program. Wow. Yeah. So this we're calling a full season. That's it. Yeah, I think, we're, I think, I think we're nuts. I think when you're a podcast, you can do that. You can I'm just say, call it. That's it. Full season. Yeah, full. We're, we're done. No, but we're going to go to a second season. But well, I mean, yeah, that implies there will be a second season. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this, this, is, this is a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. Yes, I know. And no. today we're celebrating with Nick Mamando and his crew at Polpete 71. Do you know what this bar reminds me of, honey? Uh, yes, but you tell us. Okay. Because we did talk about it, you're right. Yeah, we talked about it yesterday while we were watching like this very film. You're supposed to go, no. What? Oh, no, no. What? What it is it? It reminds me of that bar, Martini's Bar, in the movie It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, it does. And we just watched it yesterday. Very warm. I watched it. Well, I watched it too. You I was crying at the end we, of it. Yeah, I know, right? And do you remember what the uh, Clarence, the, the angel, you know what he, remember what he ordered? Uh, my good man, I'll have some, oh, what do they call that? Oh, um, mulled wine. <laughs> With a little crushed cinnamon in it. Now, be off with you or something like that. Yeah, and then he says, be off with you, you and your little elves. <laughs> he was great. I love that movie. Bedford Falls. We are sitting at the corner of the bar at the front of Polpete 71 on West 71st Street. And if you are listening to this live raw, raw broadcast on Radio568.com, come on in. We're just down the stairs. Find the crowd wrangler, Tuli Winson, who will set you up for a shout-out on the mic, and maybe tell a Christmas joke if you like. We have some here that you can uh, take from, or you can make up your own. Ours are really bad, so you might, you might do better making up your own. They're, they're mostly elf jokes and Santa jokes. But no off-color. No, 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 no off-color. No. So, so um, we're sitting at the bar. Um, it's a beautiful bar here at Paul Pet Day 71. Megan is not here. Megan is the bartender. Oh, and, well, when um, she comes back. Yes, we, ha we have to get our handler here to get the bartender. Tuli, can, can you find Megan? Because we, we're ready to order our drinks. What are you going to have, honey? I, you know what? Um, I see a lot of bottles of Chianti over there. Yeah. And so I'm gonna, I, I think I'm going to have some Chianti. You know what? While we're waiting for Megan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Megan something. Ah, okay. So here, that's important here's, work. here's a little music that's going to fill up the time here.
Okay, okay, we're we're, we're back. Uh, Megan's back. And she's, but she's, uh, she's 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 taking a call. Oh, here we've, she is. We've got we've got a mic set up for her. There's your mic. So, right there. um, Megan, hey. Hi. Little, can you get it a little closer? So you you did, Megan, you're the barkeep here. I have been bartending here for about 15 years, off and on. No okay, way. in in uh, in you're Ireland. You're not old enough to do that. You you started when I started you, you when I was uh, I was almost underage, you might say. I would think I would oh think so. Oh 11, I think. Oh uh, my. Yeah. How did you meet Nick? I met him through a friend uh, at a restaurant next door. We came in and sat down to have a drink and. We were all kind of hanging out, and uh, somehow I came up that I needed a job. Huh? I said, I need a job. He said, I need a bartender. Wow. And well, I started the next go. day. Wow. And you, you trained on the job? I did. Yeah. All right, all right. You know, you I used to bartend. I know. Did you really? Yes, I did. Wow. I bartended at the Marriott Marquis. Oh, wow. And 45th Street. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they trained us. And Very good. Yeah, Very long good. time ago. Cool. And then a cocktail. Those were the days. So did you learn how to drink? Uh, I'm she not knew sure how to drink way yeah, before. I, I, I'm okay. I have Irish ancestry. I'm oh, you're I can drink She has no problem on that. Uh, I've got yeah. a little yeah. Irish ancestry myself, so yeah, there's something I say genetic. I'm an honorary Italian because I've worked here this long. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you eat enough meatballs from Nick, and you turn Italian. Absolutely. So, but All you right, have a special spaghetti. secret. I think were you gonna. I mean, well, we did. What's well, the, what's the uh, uh, Meg, Megan? Uh, was married. Uh, no, no, not that secret. About oh. drinking. About, oh, about how drinking. To drink. Oh, okay, this would okay, be a okay. Drink? Yeah, you said, did, you, did I learn how to oh, drink? Oh, did you learn how to drink? I mean, every bartender knows how to drink, you know? Just, yeah, you know, you gotta wait until the end of your shift, first of all. You oh, would okay. never, ever drink on the shift. Never, no. never. No, no, no. You no, never no, do no. that. But if you no. were going to drink on the shift, a coffee cup is a good way to go. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. A coffee cup with coffee in it. No, you gotta, you gotta have a good red wine. And a little red straw, so you can't see the red wine on your lips uh -huh. and your teeth. Right, right, right. Oh, oh, okay, okay. In, 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 the, in, the, in the coffee cup, I would, yeah. I, would imagine, I would imagine. All right, all right. So you, you have regulars here, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. We've got this little eight-seat bar, and we fill it up every night with people from the neighborhood. And right, and, th and thank you very much for giving us four of these seats. Of course. Yeah. We're going to be out, hopefully, before you get too busy there. Where you well, get, we where like you irregulars, get. too. So you come in, you sit down, have some meatballs. That's yeah, good. I've yeah. been irregular lately, but let's yeah. not go there. Okay, honey, please. So, you, you know, know you what? get to a certain age. And We'd uh, like to order a drink. Okay, what can I get for you? Um, so I like, um, what do I like? Kettle one mm -hmm. with tonic, okay. extra lime, but I like it in that per Peroni glass, I think it's sure. called, the tall glass. More tonic, not more vodka. More tonic than vodka. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, 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 yeah. And for you? Yeah, I'll have some Chianti. That's kind of what good. I have when I come These to These are always pets. easy. All right. And you know, when, when, when Megan gets back, she was supposed to tell us a secret about something happening at the wedding. I know, I know. Okay, that secret, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I thought that it would be good to have. That's our grandson, by the way. Yeah. On Making all that uh, yeah. noise but in I, the background. I there. just thought it would be good, you know, on a radio show called Bar Crawl Radio to learn the secrets, the inside story of how to drink when you're a bartender. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We used to sneak out. Remember Sheena and Grace? And we would not sneak out, but we would go run down to the, the the locker room, the employee locker room. Right. We would take off as much of our uniform as we could, so as not to be too uh, conspicuous. And we would dash down to a bar. But you down wouldn't the be street. naked or anything. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. <laughs> and we dash down to a bar down the street and have a martini. And Sheena would have a uh, a Manhattan, and then we come back to work, really happy, <laughs> and it it seemed to work just fine. We call that the personality shot. Yeah, exactly. Gotta start your uh, start exactly. your shift with one of those. Megas let me tasting my my Chianti. Oh, yes. oh, oh, nice. Taste a little of our Piccini Chianti. That's a good. That's a good wine. I'll have some of that. All right. Okay, okay. 
Very good, very good. Okay, now don't don't go too far away. Oh, great, great, great. Oh, we have meatballs coming we up? We have the meatball platter, right. yes. These are for our friends, too. For our yeah, that's friends every, and family. So that's, yeah, Grandson, we're, yeah. we're going to have a little party here. All right. Megan's going to tell us a secret. Yeah, we want to hear the secret, Megan. But what happened at the wedding between you and Nick? At the wedding. Well, yeah. So yeah, and if you can do it right yeah, in the mic. Course. So, you know, um, of course, I've worked for Nick off and on for 15 years, so he's like the big brother I never had. Yeah. He's a great guy. So I got married three years ago. Congratulations. And of course, Nick was there. Thank you. And there's a picture of your wedding here and on the bar. And there's a picture of our yeah. wedding on the bar. It's, uh, right. it's the best shot from the wedding, although my husband didn't make it in the picture. The four of us in there are myself, Nick, Jordan, who used to work here 100 years ago and is still beloved, and Tony Muscles, who lives down the street. Tony so Muscles. Perhaps our favorite regular. Oh, Tony my God. Tony Muscles. Is he really um, muscular? He's a muscular guy. He's, oh. he's, he's just a little bit buff. Wow. Nice, um, nice. But so the, that's the four of us. But at the wedding, um, you know, you have your special dance. Uh -huh. And I had a dance with my husband, of course. And then I did a dance with my dad. We danced to Sweet Baby James, which was a song he used to mm. sing for me when I was a little girl. How cute. Aww. And then, you know, that was it. It was time for my husband to dance with his mother. But we said, wait. I had my DJ say there's one more special dance, oh, yeah. and we had Nick come up and dance to uh, The Summer Wind, Aww. which was his Summer family uh, wedding song. Oh, wow. nice. So, nice. Um, so that was a big Frank Sinatra hit. He didn't know it was coming, so it was kind oh, of a was nice a moment for him. Oh, oh. That's, sweet. So. that's sweet. That's sweet. That's great. So it's really family here, which is great. Yeah. Well, thank you that's very much. Nice. As we have our guests, we're going to be asking you to come back over here and... Absolutely. Get well, them, for get now them I've got some, some booze. Meatballs for you here on we got some you. Nikki meatballs are my life. Marmando meatballs out there in, yes. in some spaghetti. Nancy Chavez is supposed to be here. She is a board member of the Broadway Mall Association. I don't see her yet, but she should be arriving soon. Uh, Helen Rosenthal said she might arrive, but we don't know. Yeah. This is a District Six council know. member. On our last show, uh, Popo, the alt-right clown, the urban clown. He announced he'll be running for president of the United States in 2020. Yeah. And today we have his campaign manager, Arnold. Wow. Arnold. His name wow. is Arnold. Arnold. He has so a campaign manager. He has a. Ca he found a campaign manager. Believe it or not. Oh boy. Um, we're gonna also have some past Bar Crawl Radio guests are back. Uh, we'll be catching up with Chris Hoffman and his Oracle Bowl. And Johnny Heller is right here. He's sitting on the. On the uh, bar, maybe and his wife is maybe his too. wife might be coming too. Joanna Perry. I think she is. Uh, Nikki Mar Marmando is uh, going to be on mic. Uh, Nicholas Martin Smith from Hudson Warehouse and the other Shakespeare in the Park will be here, and we will talk to him. Two of the wait staff, uh, we had asked them to sing, but uh, they're not feeling well. They're not feeling well. You know, well. they're singers and they are a little singers. sick, and you can't right. stress your voice. All right. We also, singers. We're also opening the mic to anyone that's here at Paul Pets, and hopefully we'll get someone up and, and, and do a shout-out. So this is Barl Crawl Radio. We'll be right back. So, honey, the decorations are so beautiful in this restaurant. And I just love this season with all of the beautiful decorations down the street. And I was just reminded of how we would go and walk down Broadway and look for our Christmas tree with our two little children. And it was brisk and cold outside, and everything was happy and lovely. And 
there was maybe a light snow falling, and it was just, we would look, we'd go to the same place where there was those guys from Canada, remember that? Yeah, okay, look, look, wait, 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 wait a second. This is just this all. I gotta turn off the pretty cute little music in the background there. This, this is totally fake news. I mean, you're, you're painting a description of a life that never happened. I was never into those $80 trees. Yeah, I know, honey. In a very tiny apartment. It was, it's a scam they've got going on in this city. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you were Mr. Bah Humbug. Well, You've always no, no, been grumpy. I was Mr. Truth. Mr. Grumpy at Christmas. That's what you were. No, no, it's no, no, no I don't think so. Right. It's a well, difficult may, time. May, may, maybe it could be maybe because I'm Jewish. Uh, yeah, and, and that's like why... I no Christmas tree background. That's why you're having a Christmas party on your bar crawl radio? <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. It, it, I, I will agree the tree was sort of pretty. You did evolve. And the you kiddies, did evolve. Kid, kid, the kiddies loved it. About the time they grew right. up and left the house, then you started but getting okay uh, with the tree. You know, it never seemed kosher to me. Yeah. I mean, that whole Christmas thing. So anyway, I went and I gave, uh, I looked in some background on this, what I'm calling a Christmas tree phenomenon. And I looked into it, and I, mm-hmm. found, I found it was quite complex, and sometimes it was quite troubling. Yeah. So, um, you know, this whole idea of bringing a tree into the house uh, yeah. seemed always kind of weird. But yeah, there I is a history to, to it. It was part of a winter festival. A long history, uh, yeah. Right. And it began like a thousand years ago. Yeah. As a part of the winter solstice, and the, uh-huh. our heathen ancestors hoping that spring would come, so they brought a a green tree into the house. Yeah. And sometimes they hung it from the rafters upside down. I mean, that's great, right? Upside down, all the all the birds falling really? out. Really? Did they? Yep. That's yep. weird. Yeah, but I heard that you looked up some I stuff, I did, too. I did. Well, so, okay, so the thing about it is is that plants, these evergreen plants, they stay green all year. So they're very special. They were, they were very special to ancient civilization. Mm-hmm. And people did hang the boughs over their windows or doors, and, and uh, some countries even believe that it, these these evergreen trees or, or boughs would have uh, special powers, and they could drive away witches, evil spirits, ghosts, even Yeah, illness. well, why don't you just keep them on the outside? I mean, uh, I don't know why you had to, you had to bring inside. Well, you know, I, I heard in my research that some could not afford a tree, so they piled up twigs and splinters and little pieces of logs and they decorated it with, uh, you know, with apple cores, and they kept it together with bits of spit and hair. Okay, that's you know, not so true. You know, so it like a tree. I mean, you're can you see it? I can see it. You're lying now. That's just yeah, not true. There's a bunch of sticks and paper mache. The thing is, is that it's the shortest day of the year and the longest night. So um, what happened was, is that like like ancient Egyptians and, and even the Vikings, they had these Egyptians? sun gods. Where are we going? Yes, no, really, they did. They believed in a in a sun god. Their god, the Egyptians' god's name was Ra, <laughs> and so they Ra. No, it's so true. And they believed that in the winter, as the days grew longer or drink. shorter rather, and it got colder, that Ra was sick. The sun god was sick. <laughs> So then as the days after the solstice, as <laughs> the days... I don't feel so good. Raw, raw. That's, you know, that's raw, yeah. He was not feeling too well. He wasn't shining his light. And he would... And they would... Um, and then so in this, when the days got longer, they would bring in these palm rushes into their homes yeah. that symbolized victory over death. 
Life yeah. over death, and, well. and Ra was recovering. And wait, but the Vikings, oh, the, the Vikings, Vikings believed that the evergreens were a special plant of their sun god, Baldur. Now, how do you explain that? I the Vikings I way up in the north, and the Egyptians in the different times, I mean. Okay, all right, all right. So, so we're being amazing, sold here right? on the Christmas tree. Christmas tree was either started in bringing inside in 1441 in Tallinn, Estonia, or in 1510 in Riga, Latvia. And both were sponsored. This is the interesting part by a group called the Brotherhood of Blackheads. What are you talking about? Brotherhood of Blackheads. I don't believe Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. These were local unmarried merchants, so I guess no woman would be engaged uh, with a a blackhead. And, you know, when I heard this, I went onto YouTube and I typed in blackhead, and they have videos on how to medically remove a blackhead, and I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, do not go there. It's disgusting. Alan, it, uh, the Alan, picture Alan. of these huge goiters and then stop, they cut it, into stop, it. Stop, pull and it back it in. Alan, stop, stop. Oh, stop God, it. it's like I can't. Alan, I stop s- it. I'm seeing it in my dreams. Will you please? This is ridiculous. Oh, There's is. no such thing as a brotherhood of blackheads. Yeah, no, there is. You, you're, I, you've been looking read, on weird websites. I read websites. it on the internet. I read it. It's the truth. Uh, yep. You know. So what was the first the first tree was this in 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 Estonia because Estonia. I always thought it was in Germany that's no. what I that's what the other no, no, you know the history channel website no, says Estonia yeah um, well what about the the Yule log the Yule tradition? log yeah you remember that yeah no that so that was I'm Jewish, they I have no would idea. oh yeah Astrid, you wouldn't know so people would cut down a, an entire tree and they'd bring that you know they cut off the branches and they bring the tree into the house and they'd put one end of it in the fire <laughs> and they would burn you know keep burning it and burning it and burning it yeah so so what about the rest of the tree where did that go it just it was in the house <laughs> so you had a tree in the fireplace and the rest of the tree was stuck in the house yeah and they would keep burning it down they would even light it with so the it was former like you, like you couldn't even watch the television or anything cuz the trees in the way well see this is the thing they didn't have TVs back then honey yeah yeah, yeah. So they had to burn, you know, trees to entertain themselves, yeah. and they would light them with the previous year's Yule log. Yeah, or the or the previous house yeah. that got burnt down. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their previous that's, house. That's a minute. All right, all right, all right. There's something else I found, and this is the, probably the most interesting thing. Did you know there was a Christmas pickle? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I don't believe it. So, so the lauded Christmas pickle is a tradition. Uh, but it might be a myth, who knows. But anyway, I got it on the internet. The Christmas pickle was hidden in the tree, and the child that found the pickle got an extra present. Or got to eat the pickle, I'm not sure. So I, so I looked it up, I did some more research, and here's a true story of the Christmas no, pickle. No, it's not true. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little music Don't listen here. to him, audience. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here's, the, here's the true story of the, of the Christmas pickle. During the American Civil War, a Bavarian soldier, a Bavarian soldier was captured... And he was starving. And as a last request, he begged his guard for one more Christmas pickle. And in the warmth of the Christmas holidays, the guard gave the Bavarian, who was almost dead from hunger, his last Christmas pickle. Well, the Bavarian partook of the pickle, and he ate of the pickle, and miraculously he gained his strength to live on. He went on to kill the kind guard and many more of the hated enemy, and sure that... Well, and then he went on. And there was a lot of blood. And I'm not sure which side he was on. So there's there's a story of the Christmas pickle. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. That's it. Nope. Yes. Nope. Nope. You made it up. It's one not more, true. One more thing. Nope. Berrien Spring, Michigan, is the Christmas pickle capital of the world, and Berrien Springs, Michigan, went for Trump in a landslide in 2016, 
54% Trump, 41% Clinton. And I wonder, I wonder if that Christmas pickle had something to do with this outcome. You know, I don't think you should malign a pickle in that way. By the way, do you, it probably wasn't a dill pickle, right? It, it uh, sounds pretty dill Some to me. Some of this information was found from whychristmas.com, and I found mine on history.com. So, you know, you make up your mind, uh, whatever you want to believe. We have handed out Christmas jokes to our guests and the patrons of Polpete 71, and later in the program we will ask them to join us at the mic to regale us with their joke-telling talents. We're going to end this segment with a compilation of season's greetings from many languages and voices. Joyeux Noël et bonne année. Ein frohes Weihnachtsfest und ein glückliches neues Jahr 2500. Buon Natale e buon anno. Bisaue schwank. Soxan one Christmas, less of a deep in my. 즐거운 성탄절을 맞이하시고 다가오는 새해 this is Bar Crawl Radio. We are at Pulpete 71 on, at 71 West 71st Street. Not difficult to remember. We are proud to have with us one of the board members of the Broadway Mall Association, Nancy Chaffetz. Is that right? That's right. Oh, good, good, good. I said it right. The Broadway Mall Association works with New York City Parks to keep the Broadway malls healthy and beautiful, and in the winter are responsible for lighting the mall trees. Bar Crawl Radio reporter Alan Winson was at the Light the Night ceremony at Verdi Square on West 72nd Street, sponsored by Broadway Mall Association. Here is his report. We're here in Verdi Park. It's the end of November 2017. And we're getting ready to view and listen to some music and see some dancing in preparation for the lighting of the Broadway Mall trees and fences. It's an event that happens every year. It's sponsored by the Broadway Mall Association and the New York City Parks Department. We're here with Robin Bellamy, who is the executive director of Broadway Mall Association and works with the New York City Parks Department in keeping our Broadway malls so beautiful. Hi, Robin. Hi, Alan. I hear there's going to be some uh, officials here. Our honorary chair of the winter lighting event is council member Helen Rosenthal, so she'll be here. We also hope to see assembly member Danny O'Donnell and state senator Jose Serrano. We are going to be entertained by Reaching for the Arts Choir, which, who will sing four songs for us, and we will be entertained by the dancers of Ballroom Basics, which is a middle school group that does ballroom dancing. And the choir and the dancers are gonna collaborate on Feliz Navidad. And hopefully all the subway riders who are moving back and forth across the square will get out of the way. Well, they're going to stop and watch the show. It's going to be very pretty. We have uh, four trees here at Verde Square that will light. Obviously, you won't be able to see all the lights since the malls, our lights span all the way up to 168th Street. We have probably been lighting the malls for about seven to eight years. We receive funding from our generous supporters. Many buildings support the winter lighting because they like to have the malls lit across from their buildings. Some businesses also support. 
Uh, some of our nonprofit institutions, our universities and schools also support. It's, it's our way of making the neighborhood a little brighter in the dark months, hopefully helping commerce, helping people feel good about their neighborhood, bringing maybe a little bit of safety and just joy to the neighborhood. The trees aren't hurt, are they? They are not. They are not strung really tightly, and we don't, we light trees and we light the post and chains on the malls, so it's not all trees, and the group that we, um, that actually helps us string the lights is a landscape contractor, so they're very aware of what damage could be done to the trees, so they're very careful with our trees. Thank you very much, Robin Bellamy, Executive Director of Broadway Mall Association. Thanks, Alan. Are, are you with the dancers today? They're singers. singers. And what, what group are you with? I'm with uh, the Rising Stars. Great, great. And you're going to be singing? Big as the sea. We have someone practicing here. What is your, what is your name? Nazareth Phillip. Thank you, Nazareth. And what school are you from? Har Harbor Science and Arts Charter School. Are you all from the same school? Yes. yes. My wow. name is Anna. And her, her name is... My name is Tiffany Perez, and I'm also from Harbor. Right, you're all from Harvard. Wow, you're in college already. No, Harvard, <laughs> Harvard Science and Arts Charter School. Ah, it's better than Harvard College. It's like kindergarten through eighth. So great. Now, what grade That's are you in? Good went? school. Fifth. Fifth grade. Nazareth and I are both sisters. Thank you very much. Looking forward to hearing your music. Hi, Helen. How are you? It's good, good to see you. I'm glad good to see you're here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only reporter. You're We're here with Helen Rosenthal, reporter. by the way. You are the best Upper West Side building reporter that I know. That's going to go on our Facebook. Yes, it should. Well, no, it's great. You're covering a community event. That's and what we do. This is, you know, Broadway Malls is an incredibly important part of our community. They make our quality of life bearable um, so thank goodness for them yeah I, I think it's more than bearable I mean we're here in Verde Park and it's like it was just recently uh, updated maybe 10 years ago right what Broadway malls do, does though is all the fun art that we see right. up and down the malls right. you know brings such joy I'm I always pass the one at 79th Street and Broadway where they have a body there sitting and sort of contemplating Yes, but it's a big round thing. Ginormous. Yeah, and, and you can so climb on it. Every time I pass, there's a little kid, and the mom is saying, no, sit just like the statue, and trying to take a picture. And they all think it's, you know, novel. So I'm hoping my 21-year-old daughter will sit there and look like the statue, and I can take a picture. Oh, see, so you haven't done that yet. Yeah, no, I haven't tortured uh, her yet. Maybe no. after this. And that was Helen Rosenthal, District 7 Council Member of the City of New York. Are you guys ready to count down? Yeah. Students, you ready? Yeah. Ten. so happy here at Polpet Seven Polpet Day 71 to have with us for the Bar Crawl Radio Holiday Show a woman who has helped to bring holiday spirit to Manhattaners, especially those who live on and near the Broadway Mall from 72nd to 168th Street, where the Broadway Mall spans. 
those are those tiny strips of parkland. In fact, they are parkland that separates uptown and downtown traffic and brings us flowers in the spring and shade in the summer. And right benches. Hall, and, and the benches to sit, to sit on. on. While we wait for the bus. Wait, wait, and watch the, watch, our, watch the cars go by. And cool art to look at. Lights in the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that. We have lights in, in this season, in the <laughs> winter season, and, of course, the art. But the Broadway Mall does not take care of itself. So with us today is Nancy Chavitz. She is the president now of the Broadway Mall. Uh, Ms. Chaffetz is the present chair of the New York City Civil Service Commission and has been on the commission since 2009. Prior to that, Ms. Chaffetz was a member of the New York City Health and Hospital Corporation Personnel Review Board, and prior to those city positions, she's been engaged in the development of historic buildings in Brooklyn. And she's the mother of two, or I'm sorry, three. three. Um, I'll give you one more child. Three <laughs> adult sons. So welcome, Nancy, to Bar Crawl Radio. But before we begin, we're going to call Megan over and see if we can get you a drink. Is there something you'd like? Thank you, Alan. Um, I can't resist this uh, Popete Pegasus. It looks fantastic. Popete Pegasus. 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 Yes. Um, In honor of this lovely place. So Nancy, the Pegasus. So Megan's going to yes. get us a, a, a pol- Popete. Whoa, it's gin, okay. so... Oh, Jim. All right. Yeah. All okay. Right. All right. All right. Well, while we're while we're waiting for that, let's talk about what you do for Broadway malls. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Okay. What is the Broadway Mall Association? What is their mission? Well, we we um, take care of, we advocate for, um, and generally sort of steward um, this. It's really five acres, 10 miles of city parkland from 72nd Street to 168th Street. Um, we started out, about 30, it's actually our 30th anniversary. Wonderful. Uh, the malls are 150 years old, but we're 30 years into this job. Uh-huh. Um, and when it started, um, it was like a little community organization with a few hundred dollars. People just volunteered and you know did anything they could do. And now we are, as you've, you've actually, you should both join the board because you've explained what we do beautifully. Oh, um, well, you know, I was, We yeah, do I, a lot more now. I, I was uh, jogging. I jog around the Soldier Sailors Monument, and I was coming back from a jog, and I saw the crew putting the lights around the trees, and yes. I like to talk about that. Yes. And then I, I kind of investigated what was going on and then got involved with talking to, uh, to Robin Bellamy, and, and, and you were so gracious to, uh, to join us. My I'm pleasure. curious... Yes, thank you. I'm curious about the history uh, of, of the mall. Why, why put a mall in the middle of Broadway? What's, what's the point of that? Well, in, you know, 1860s, mm-hmm. when they were first laid out, they were very grand. They were much wider. The whole con- It was called the Boulevard, and they were like um, a grand houseman. You know, they mm-hmm. were just, you walked in the middle, and there was a streetcar along the side. And so people actually elegant. walked in the middle, in the middle. of what Correct. was called the Boulevard. Right. It was not called Broadway until 1899. Called the Boulevard. It was was the Grand Boulevard, and it was very grand. And um, and would there yes. be carriages going downtown and carriages yes. going uptown, and you'd walk sides, in the middle? Yes, on the sides. You'd walk in the middle, and there was a streetcar. In the middle? In the middle. Oh, like my right gosh. along the side of the big of the big. Uh, I want know, that space. again. Right. Wouldn't that be Very great? Very cool. Yeah. And then, however, in around 1904, when they put in the subway, um, they took it all out and narrowed it and made it more like it is today. So yeah. that's, that's a sort of general history. That's so interesting. It, so it must have been a lot wider, a lot bigger if there was a... 
It was. It was much wider, and we still have uptown. They're not wide, but we still have the vestiges of the old um, walk-through scheme in the 140s where you walk in the middle and people sit and play chess and use them in a very different way. I'm going to have to go up there and look at it. I'm, yes. sure, I'm sure I've passed by it and just never yeah. noticed. It's very, very cool. Well, I mean, the art, yeah. there's the Art Council on 96th Street, too. Yes. They have a little building there, and that's they do right. art installations. I've they been do. in there a few times, It's and that's... A, a building in the middle right. of it. Right. Well, that's one of our challenges. Is you know, we've, we all know the Park Avenue malls, and they are beautiful. And it's the Park Avenue Fund does a great job, but it's a different challenge because we have, first of all, we're much longer, mm. and um, we have uh, so many different kinds of malls. Right. We have walk-through malls. We have malls that are, you know, up next to the uh, cemetery at 155th Street, the Trinity Cemetery, which is the last place you can be buried in Manhattan. Wow. And it's very up by Grant's tomb. Right. It's very peaceful. It's one in the 150s. Are there any plots left? I wonder. Well, it's it's you have to yeah, be. Yeah, she's ready to put me away. But we're not going to go there right <laughs> now. Okay, okay. okay. Um, but um, so that's a very different environment. And then further south, it's a walkthrough with people playing chess, and it's a very lively thing. And then you know, further south, it's well near 96th Street. It's by a subway, and there's been a lot of work there. And then further south, it's more planting. So we really focus on adapting our mall to the neighborhood, which is very different, diverse, right? From yes. The difference between 72nd Street and, you know, 168th Street. It's a real challenge. That's fascinating. And it makes it really fun. I didn't know all this yeah. history. That's so amazing. You know what I really enjoy in the malls is the art. Yes. Where does, how, who picks the art and, and how does that work and who are the artists and do they get paid? And no, they don't get paid. Uh -huh. We don't have any money for that. Mm -hmm. This is an incredibly generous um, collaboration between the Broadway Mall Association of course, and with uh, parks, arts, and antiquities, they work closely with us. Right. And um, the artist and the artist gallery. In the beginning, the first one was Tom Otterness. I don't know if either one of you have seen. Tom is a very prominent public artist now. He okay. has actually some permanent installations at 14th Street is one that uh -huh. a lot of people know about. What does it look um, like? Maybe you could describe it. Well, it's an alligator coming out of the sewer. Yes, I do know it. Right. And they have yes. little elfin yeah, creatures. Yeah, they're wonderful. They're whimsical yeah. and they're wonderful. And we started with him uh, in September of 2005. Uh -huh. It was the first one. It was you know hard to get done the first time. And now we work closely with parks and arts and antiquities, Jonathan Kuhn, and wonderful... Um, support from the city and we've had you know this is uh, our 10th one right now actually like nine i guess public but we've had one that was inside so we you know we have a track record now yeah helen helen rosenthal our, our district six uh, district six yes. yeah district <laughs> six I, I had said it wrong in the uh yeah. in the oh, piece yes. that we put together right, right, right. uh she loved the big fat guy on 72nd the big uh rotund who is the artist now there's well, well yeah. now it's joy brown Joy Brown. That's one she's talking about. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, and Joy is just, well, she really is the most aptly named person ever. She is an absolutely wonderful person <laughs> um, and started out, uh, she grew up in Japan and started out doing small-scale ceramics, and now look what she's doing, these giant beautiful, they, they're wonderful because they're peaceful, they create, they make a peaceful space right. in the middle of Broadway. And they're humorous. And they're, and, they're, and they're warm, and they're just wonderful. Mm. And um, she makes them in China. 
I mean, it's it's an incredibly ambitious project. So if I wanted yeah. to learn about the artist, is, uh, is there a website? Yes. Well, of course, you should go to broadwaymall.org okay. and click on public art, and it will tell you all about, you know, not only this one, but the previous ones. Not, you know, some detail. On right, all right, them. right. Yes. I'm going to do that. That's great. You, you know, you just you, you mentioned something that made me think is that we live in this very bustly, crazy city, especially in these crazy times, and the Broadway Mall with the lovely Christmas lights you put on it, and in the summer, the trees overhanging Broadway. It brings a certain sense of peace to our walk, and we don't even realize it. I think a lot of people don't like, kind of look and see the, the, the tulips that we get in the early spring. It's just amazing, and we got to thank you. And there's so many well, of these citizens. Yeah, you wanted to ask something? Yeah, no, I wanted to just remark on that, too, because we actually have been here. We moved here in 76 um, from... Uh, wherever and <laughs> lots, of, lots of stories there anyway and it wasn't as peaceful and beautiful a place as it is now and I I have noticed the malls I have noticed the flowers and I have really appreciated you know the it, it has really raised this you know uh, what do we call it the ambiance the uh, uh, there's a word there's a phrase that's not coming but anyway it's just really so nice and the I quality of life it. I think that's the it thank you life. thank you the quality of life absolutely absolutely so bravo good thank job you. Mall Again, Association both of you are just we, we're definitely going to recruit you be careful okay oh that's okay um, it'll be fun <laughs> yeah I think you have a fun job I think that'd be great to do it's, to work on this it's challenging but it, yeah, it's really satisfying I yeah. and I think um, you know as I said this year is our 30th anniversary um, Bob Herman was involved our chair very early on at the very beginning and um, as you said in 76 it was pretty much the low point for the mall you know um, it had come down since it was the Grand Boulevard right in the eight, right, 100 yeah. years earlier and I think like a lot of um, a lot of public private partnerships started in the 80s, right? Central Park Conservancy uh -huh. and, um, you know, uh, and actually Park Avenue Fund as well. And, it's and, a different city and we now. Did. It truly and, is. And we work with, this is when people perceived that they needed to have private part, par, private groups mm -hmm. to sort of, you know, lead the charge towards not allowing our public spaces to just disintegrate and, and, and sort of, you know, we had this kind of post-apocalyptic look to the city in the 70s, That's right? That's true, yes. And uh, so there was once a great civilization, and now... <laughs> um, it's back. It's back, right. So restoring the glory to the boulevard is part of our mission, in our mission statement. I love that phrase. It's interesting that you, still, you still call yes. it the boulevard. The, I like, I like, it, I like that, right. too. I think that's what I'm going to call it from now on, yes. the boulevard. I've, I've reported in another group that seems uh, to do something like you do, which is the um, uh, Roosevelt um, Friends of Roosevelt Park. Right. Uh, and and they, they are citizens, locals, who are interested in keeping the lovely park around the Natural History Museum uh, yes. beautiful and, and safe and, and, and making it even better. So it's that local thing that happens, that yeah. we take care of ourselves maybe where the federal government doesn't doesn't do it. We, we do it for ourselves. We're New Yorkers. Yeah, right. yeah. And we even the it. city. I mean, it's not because they don't want to take care of it. It's because it's just really difficult to right, right. and and the parks department and every agency you know i work in government so you know right, right. i'm very empathetic with to the, the civil to, service to, commission to, right, right. To, to the challenges but you know the city has a lot of needs 
and it really helps to have a private group whose main focus is something, right? Right. And, yes. and you sort of yes. lead the charge, and you keep the focus, and you advocate, and We've been lucky to have Adrian Benepe, who is a, the former uh, mm-hmm. Parks Commissioner um, under Bloom, uh, Mayor Bloomberg, wow. on our board, and he's been—he's incredible. What and experience to bring into is. your board? We yeah. are very honored that he decided to join our our board, and you know, he always says, "Look, we need to be nagged." He used to say that when he was when he was—he uh-huh. said, "You know, we want to help, but we need reminding." You know. Yeah. And so it's, it's, uh, it's the, the loud voice that gets heard. It's the friend, you know, we're all like baby birds Squeaky in wheel. the nest, right? So yeah. what what needs so. to be done now? What is your major challenge oh, with them well. all, with the boulevard? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I I think our major challenge is that we're hidden in plain sight. It's it's, it's that uh. people don't realize that we are private and that we need support. Um, they see it, they take it, you know, they I mean, one person said to Bob, what do you need to do? They look beautiful. You know, we're sort of the victims of our own success. So the biggest challenge we have, I think, is letting people know who we are. And so we're, we're very grateful to be part of this because the more people who know who we are, we will get more and more support. We need more support Absolutely. from the neighborhood. Absolutely. And I you think know that, what? that's when a huge challenge. It is. And the thing I will say is once we get a supporter, we don't lose them. In other words, once people realize who we are and realize what we're doing, and I think we do in a tremendous amount for the really small budget we have that, that we raise, um, I mean, we, we work really hard to do it, but it's not very much money to take care of that much space, right, real yes. estate. Yeah, because we're dealing from, yeah. what, 72nd or 60? To 72nd to 168th Street. That wow. is a long stretch. Just you said it was 10 miles, right? Yeah, think of the challenge of just our, our you know, hort, uh, we have a wonderful director of horticulture, just to go and check something. Right. You know, you've got to yep. go 80 blocks to go see, you know, if something went went right. It right. doesn't stay yes. beautiful on its own. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, and it's hard to get people's attention. I'm so glad yes. I took that run and and then afterwards, I saw and these guys it. putting up the trees, and right. I noticed it, it because it, we're kind of blinded to what we have, right. the gifts that we have. It's true. We don't know where they come from. So yep. it's great to, to know that all about your organization. And thank you so much, Nancy Chase. I, th- I think we have thank to drink because you. You, didn't, you didn't taste oh. your... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, what is it talking. you're drinking? It's wonderful. It's called... Pulpet Pegasus. Pegasus. That's right, the so horse, th- so right? So tell us, tell us what, how it's like. Mm. Is it nice? Delicious. Ah, good. Gin yeah, we'll and rhubarb. And we will apple. clink. Wow. To wow. Broadway Mall Association. Yes. Ching, ching. To continued <laughs> great work. Thank you. So thank you, Nancy Chavitz, for your dedication to our Broadway Mall and for sharing your ideas on Barco Radio. Well, thank you for the opportunity to talk about what we do. We really appreciate it. Alan. Yes. I wanted to tell you, this is, I guess, an editorial. Okay, this is the, this is the Bar Crawl Radio editorial. So, I love all the decorations. And, and certainly the decorations that Broadway Mall is doing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And throughout the city, it's, it's beautiful. It's like a, to me though, it's like, okay, it's not that it's a gender thing, but you know, women, they get dressed up really for special occasions and they put on a beautiful dress. They might even go to the trouble of getting their hair done at the local salon and and that's what the city's like. The city is just, just beautiful, like a beautiful woman. Like someone, you know, you'd see in a painting. 
with diamonds and crystals and just a great dress. And she's going out for the night in New York City, the best city in the world. That's what it looks like in the, you know, in the Christmas season, in the holiday season. You look around New York City, and it's gorgeous with all the lights and decorations. And it's, everybody goes and looks at them. But I'm telling you, Al, the day after Christmas, it's depressing to see those lights. It's like that woman, that same woman, she had a great night. She met a great guy. Hey, they spent the night together. Don't judge. She oh, had no, a great no. time. Why not? And she, she's a New York City single woman. She had a great time. And now, you know, her hair's all, the next morning, her hair's all messed up. Her makeup is kind of running. She really has to run because she made a, a, a date to go jogging with a friend. And she's not feeling too well because she had a lot of fun the night before. And so she's really disheveled. And that's what it looks like in New York City on the 26th of December. It's kind of depressing. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a I New Yorker. Totally, totally agree with you. We are Bar Crawl Radio. We're live on Radio 568, podcasting on iTunes. You can find our podcast at Radio 568 and on iTunes. Check us out on our Facebook page, Bar Crawl Radio, regarding upcoming programs. And come out and see us when we're at a bar near you. Here at Paul Pete 71, um, lovely bar. Yes, you want to say something I about that say, music? I, just, I love that music. You know, I think I rediscovered it recently because you did this. You put together this um, podcast from Ireland. Yeah, a compilation. Yes, and this was from that podcast. We had gone to a Sialgus Craig um, in Cahu. How do you say the name Cl of it? Uh, Clohane. Clohane, thank you. Clohane, yeah, Ireland. It's on the, on uh, the Dingle, Dingle Peninsula. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's an old form, a gathering of friends and neighbors, and they share stories and, and music. They sing, they play music, uh, they tell stories, and it's traditional Irish music. And so we were, we were fortunate to, to find this event, and Alan and I recorded the whole event, and that was music from that. And it's just lovely. We have we <laughs> we're signaling all over the bar, so we so we don't we don't disturb this uh, this uh, broadcast. But we have sitting here with us at his bar is Nikki Meatballs or My Life Marmando. We were at his uh, restaurant on 83rd Street about a month ago, and we had such a great time, and uh, and we didn't break anything. 
So he, so he, he said we could come back. He said we can come yeah, back. And, and now they, we're at his bar on 71st Street. The original. Right off, right off Columbus. Uh, Nikki, thanks for uh, joining us. Hi. Well, thanks for being here. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to, to you, too. too. This is such a great spot. Thank you. Well, you know, you, you were right about uh, Nikki Meatballs. It's my restaurant, but this is actually not my bar. Oh, oh, okay. This is Megan's bar. Ah, uh, uh, Megan's bar. So, okay. Yeah, we we need to, to get that straight. Okay. Right. She controls things at the bar. Oh, boy. Right, right. <laughs> you know, it, it's such a nice setup because the bar is right here below the entrance. And as people come in, I know Christine, your other bartender, right. and Megan, people right. come in, they say, hi, hello, how you right. doing? Well, they, yeah, that, that, they are the face, uh, they're the face of the restaurant. It's a great formula you got going here. Yeah, what's great about this bar, different from 83rd Street, is the kind of horseshoe effect here because it makes it very cozy and everyone could uh, have a conversation from across the bar. Sometimes those long bars are hard to... To talk to people, so you gotta yeah, stay right on the mic. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. There you are, right yeah. There. yeah. We're, not, we're not we're not sitting at the corner. Yeah, we're, we're trying to keep everything uh, free. So, Nick, what are you doing for Christmas? Well, Christmas Eve, I'm hosting um, my girlfriend's apartment, uh, Nestle. She's uh, gonna help me, and I'm gonna make seven fishes for my mom, my aunt, my sister, and my niece, and myself nice. and my girlfriend. When can we come? When, when, when? <laughs> Six o'clock. <laughs> we're starting. <laughs> we're starting the bay clams at six o'clock. Oh my god! Right, now we just need the address. So is this there. a traditional uh, um, Italian um, yes. fair at Christmas? Yeah, clams it's, it's and fantastic. Fish. That's yeah, it's what I grew up with. Um, we had seven to ten fishes actually. The tradition is seven fishes. Oh my god! And wow. um, you know, I want to keep the tradition going. My mom hosts Christmas Day, so I didn't want to have her do both days so I took on the responsibility a couple of years ago and you know I'm doing the best I can I got some of my grandmother's recipes my mother's recipes and um it's it's a lot of fun actually it's well it's does great. the family yeah. show up are they coming are they, they, they keep cannot coming? wait so you must be doing I think okay they may come a couple of days early actually yeah, yeah. it's great it's a lot of fun <laughs> that's so nice. what, what what is the Christmas tree thing I mean do you have a Christmas tree in, in your yeah, house the tr- yeah the tree's up it's been up uh put up about two weeks ago I like to put the tree up early just to get in that festive mood yeah right. and also being in the restaurant business it's kind of when I think the time is right to to put up the tree when I have time because I like to relax uh my girlfriend and I did it together we had a bottle of champagne I made some homemade pizza very nice oh, you nice. know we put the music on it, it, it was nice I actually saved the tree is beautiful I'll show you a picture when we're done oh, okay. um I have we'll, some, we'll put it on oh, the, on our website. Okay. You you were saying though you oh, have some. I have some um, some old Christmas I have like Christmas balls uh, for the tree mm-hmm. that my mother that my mother's mother gave her. Nice. And I, I actually saved them. My mom had given them to me, and um, I still have a couple left, and they're on the tree. So it's it's just really nice to uh, to have that tradition. Very Honey, nice. Do you remember we had Christmas balls? Bulbs. Yes, and, and and the children and I would get a new one every year. We would oh. collect. Right. Yes, it was. But right. um, we kind are like a mixed history. family. Cause I have I a nice meatball. I have yeah. a nice meatball ball actually too. Do I'm you? Sure. Nice. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Not not a real meatball. Did you no. find Plastic it somewhere? You know, um, actually, I someone had given it to me, and uh, I don't know. I think they might have got it online actually. So uh-huh. yeah, it yeah. was a gift last year. Right. Yeah, perfect for you. And instead of a star this year, I put a meatball on top of the tree too. So. <laughs> very good, yeah, very good. A little paper mache meatball or exactly, something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. But did you light it up with the it's little well, sprinkles no, of parmesan or something? It's, well, I'm going to do that that day actually. Yeah, the parmesan <laughs> goes on Christmas Day. There you go. So what happens though? When do you take the tree down? I wait. Well, 
It's my mother's tradition, tradition. That, that I'm going to keep doing also. And she has her own tree in, in, in her house. But there is, on January 6th, I believe it is, it's Little Christmas. Yes. And it comes down the next day. Oh, okay. So I'll keep it up that whole week after New Year's. Right. And what, um, do you just like throw it in the garbage or? No, actually, my well, my mom's tree is real. My tree is a artificial tree. Oh, come oh, on. No, wait, oh, no, wait, no, wait. I actually, yeah, no, 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 no. I, oh, I love sorry. artificial trees. I love artificial trees. Well, yeah. they make really good ones now. I don't know if yeah. you've seen them. So they, is yours they, by they look so pink? real. <laughs> no, see, that's what I used to they have. They look though. so real now. It comes in three pieces. You put them together. It's up. There's lights uh, on there. I yeah. add lights. No, but you're no, not cutting nice. a tree down. You're, you're saving no. a tree. Yeah, and they out. have the spray. You could spray. It smells. You know, they have the spray. It smells like a tree. It's Very nice. No, no. No, listen, Nikki. When I was a kid, my family had the silver tree. The silver. You know, oh, like yeah. that. And then, and they had that lamp. With the with the gels that would spin right. around I know. and it would change I know. colors. I, yeah. I want yeah. a tree like that. I <laughs> loved it. I thought it was. I was a six year old little girl. I thought it was so beautiful. Oh God, that's <laughs> nice, Nikki. Very nice. Thank you so much for oh, inviting us yes. here. Thank you for being here. You guys are great. Anytime. Thank you. Uh, great oh, we'll, people. Oh, we'll be Thank back. Thank you. Good. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Thank well. you. Merry Thank Christmas. You. Thank you very much. Well, we learned in our previous Bar Crawl Radio program that Popo, the urban clown, is running for president of the United States. And so with us today, we are so fortunate to have candidate Popo's campaign manager, Arnie Arnold. Hey, 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 excuse me there. You know, uh, when born, listen, uh, Arnold uh, Spansky was my name. Uh But, you know, the kids called me Spanky. (laughs) They spanked me a little bit. But, yeah, yeah, anyway, you know, it was kind of a tough childhood. Oh, really? So, anyway, this is is absolutely true. Uh I had, you know, big self-respect issues. I beat myself up. I flagellated myself. Oh, my God. The truth is, I gave myself wedgies really bad, way up there, like all the way up to crack. Arnold, Mr. Mr. Arnold, as I was saying... Uh, you, this is Arnold Arnold with us today, formerly Arnold Spansky, who will be heading up the Popo for President uh, campaign team. Mr. Arnold, welcome to Bar Crawl Radio. Hey, listen, thank you very much. But look, call me Spanky. I, I feel like we're all buddies. Okay, okay, Spanky. That, that's Spanky. What experience do you have in politics? <laughs> hey, listen, I was married to a woman for a whole year. Did uh-huh. I say more? You know, other than that, none. Hey, hey, listen, can I say something? Can I, can I tell you the truth from the heart? And uh, this, is, this is like right from the heart. Mm-hmm. The crowd looks pretty good from here. Oh you look really oh good God. from here. Uh-huh. I'm feeling pretty good from right uh, Yeah, yeah, excuse me, Spanky. I yeah. think you're feeling really good. Yeah. Can, can, can we talk about Popo's presidential qualifications? I mean, he doesn't seem to know anything about the economy or foreign relations or even basic science. Yeah, yeah, true, true, so true. <laughs> you know, the guy's a dope, a real clown. I mean, a total ignoramus. Oh, my God. So so is it plausible for this person to become a president? Hey, hey, listen, I got to tell you something. Uh-huh. This country is full of suckers. But let me tell you something else. Uh, my doctor, he gave me six months to live. Oh, Spanky, I'm, I'm oh, my God. Yeah, I'm pretty, so pretty goddamn sad, but wait, it's worse, much worse. 
I couldn't pay the bastard's bills. Oh, my God. No, 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 it's okay. The doctor gave me enough. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, fight I, on my I line. Ju I jumped the queue. You jumped the queue. Go Let on. me try it again. Try it again. It's Go ahead, okay. baby. It's okay. Yeah. The doctor gave me another six months. Thank All right, you. there Thank we go. Okay, we got much. it that time. That's beautiful. So I, I hear the crowd hey, looks pretty good. The crowd looks really good from here. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can we get back to Popo? I mean, this is serious. He could become the leader of the free world. Serious, serious? Sure. The, the, let me tell you about serious. Yeah. The same doctor, uh -huh. he tells me I'd live to be 60. So I told him, Doc, I am 60. He says, See? What I tell you? <laughs> okay, we got that one. That's <laughs> beautiful. Really a great guy. Yeah, man. listen, wait, 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 wait. About Popo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guy. Great clown. Gonna make a great president. But let, let, let me ask you one question. Uh -huh. One big question. Okay. Why do Jewish divorces cost so much? Uh, they're worth it? No, they're worth it. What? Can we get back to Popo, please? He's running for president of the freaking yeah, United States. Sure, sure, sure. Why not? But look, all serious in society, they say, Popo, you know, he's a sweet guy, a lot of fun. Uh, listen, have you heard that horn of his? Yeah, he I have. loves his horn. Mm -hmm. Funny, funny horn. And you know what? Smart as a whip. Smart as a whip. Wouldn't you know it to be just looking at him or, or listening to him? But that clown is always thinking, always brooding, a lot like me, <laughs> has a lot of thoughts. Yeah, yeah, many thoughts. And, and you know what he doesn't know? He asks me. You? Sure, or his wife. Popo's married? Well, you run for president of the United States without a wife? Huh. Sure, Popo's happily married to Esmeralda, also a clown. Great gal. Hey, what I don't know, he goes to old, easy, easy Esmeralda. Uh -huh. Children, hey, God, he's got dozens of them, all clowns. Wow. Sounds like a uh, dynasty. Right, well, you know, whatever that means. And, and, and listen, do you see how he dresses smart? You know, I love this guy, and you will too. I tell you, he's going to do a lot for this country. You take my word for it, okay? Have I ever lied to you? Uh, no, right? And uh, I wouldn't lie. I'd lie to myself, but not you. So listen, it's like this gorilla. <laughs> He walks into a bar and orders a martini. Can you see it? And the bartender, he's like amazed. But he makes the martini, and the gorilla hands him a $50 bill. You with me? So the bartender thinks to himself, hey, it's a gorilla. What does he know? So he gives the stupid ape $1 change. Well, the gorilla drinks the martini, right? Bartender's watching, can't stand it no more. And he says, you know, we don't get too many gorillas at this bar. Gorilla says, hey, at $49 a drink, I'm not surprised. Hey, that's beautiful. Look, 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 look I got to go. It's been really terrific, really swell. Look, I'm going to be appearing at Rosie's Cafeteria for all your early bird altacacas, like me, and uh, then at Apex Bowling in Jersey City. Strike! Talk about a tough crowd. And uh, let me close with this. The crowd looks pretty good from here. Al looks really good from here. Can I sing more and more? You need a little more? No, I guess not. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting a thing across the throat, right? Uh, that's all. See you, folks. And that was Arnold Arnold, formerly Arnie Spanksky, uh, Popo for President Campaign Manager. Uh, 
And uh, what do you think about that? Funny guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? You think he was funny? That man is not funny. That man is scary. Take my word for it. I mean, have I ever lied to you? Uh, oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't tell Spanky, but I met his wife briefly, you know, Esmeralda. And she agreed to be on our next Bar Crawl Radio program. Oh, wow. But I think, now listen here, I've had it with interviewing this clown president and his minions, so you're going to have to handle this next one, well, all right? What, what minions? What are they? What, what do you well, mean? Well, I mean, and you're going you're gonna to have to, and you don't have to interview his children. There's just too many of them. There's kids, too? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw their act. They're all clowns. And they did this clown pyramid yeah. with Popo at the top waving an American flag. It was just a little bit scary and a bit too much. I don't know. I think but, that sounds entertaining, actually. Well, maybe a little entertaining, too. But can uh, we can be confident that Popo cannot win the presidency, right? I mean, this is ridiculous. Not in the United States. I mean, who would vote for a clown? I mean... I mean, Alan. oh my Alan, God, I Alan. mean, I'm it's feeling okay. the Shh, dread. Honey, Shh, honey, honey, oh honey, honey. it's all right. It'll be okay. We'll survive it. Whatever happens, it'll be you and me, honey. We'll be together and we'll have our show. And our next guest uh, appeared with us at Pole Pets on 83rd Street, uh, Johnny Heller. And... Um, I thought we, yes, we have his wife, too, is going to join us, Anna Perrin, Joanna Perrin, and uh, both voiceover artists, and they'll be with us right after this. And it is my great pleasure to invite back onto Bar Crawl Radio, Mr. Johnny Heller voice-over artist extraordinaire. And he's joined with a first-timer, Bar, Bar Crawl Radio first-timer, his wife, Joanna Perrin. Perrin. Uh, Perrin. 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 Alan always mispronounces. I, that's, that's his thing. Do. Yeah. Does, 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 does Alan do that? <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, I, I just wanted to give a little more detail on, on Joanna Perrin. 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 I'm changing your name. You're, you're, you're Perrin. No, sweetie. From now on. Can't do that. It's not okay. Yes. Joanna, who will not, the last name will not be said again. <laughs> she is an actor, a photographer, and writer. Appeared in film, television, on stage in New York, Los Angeles, and regularly. Regionally. <laughs> you know, it's very dark in here. I know. It's and it's hard. like, I'm doing the best I can. Is okay. it probably the bar? I asked bar Megan to turn the light up. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, like, it's the ambiance. Yeah. So yeah, sure you, have to, you have to go with that. I'll, I'll, let, let me try that again. Then I can, I can, I can edit it. Um, <laughs> Joanna, something, <laughs> is an actor, a photographer, and a writer. Appeared in film, television, and on stage in New York, Los Angeles, and regionally. And Joanna has narrated numerous audiobooks, audiobooks <laughs> for major publishers. I'm really messing that one up. So listen, welcome both of you to Bar Crawl Radio. Thank you. Can we get you something to drink? They I, have I see something you're already drinking. Already, yeah. I, I, okay. I bought a bottle of wine. I hope you put that on Bar Crawl Radio. No, 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 not a bottle of wine. No, no, no. Oh no, not okay. No, sweetheart. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting all kinds of agita here with that. No, buying bottles of no, we're not what? buying bottles did, of wine. I did, I did, it's on me. What What are you drinking? This is a uh, Sangiovese. Sangiovese. Okay. I think we need Very to nice. need a toast. Toast. Okay. Merry Christmas. Yes. Here we go. Happy holidays. Very good. Got it. All right. So. There we go. 
Ah, okay. So we, we just had Nikki um, uh, Meeples of My Life Mormondo here. We asked him how he celebrates Christmas. So how do you celebrate Christmas? The last several years, we go out to Long Island to visit family. So we stay in New York. I have a family celebration. Out, out in Long Island. We're, we're in Long Island. It's Laurel Park Village. We so go to Bell Rose. on uh, the Long Island side. So what, what activities do you do out there on Long Island? Eat. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, you don't go swimming or... I, 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 we eat a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not Italian, Alan. Yeah, I guess you're not. How, wait a minute. Yes, I can How do you know? I can tell. When <laughs> basta, basta. When, when I first met Joe, Joanna, um, I went out to her family to meet, and it's so much food. I'm, I'm an Irishman. They, they give you course after course after yeah, course after lot. course after yeah. course. And so you get like spaghetti for what it's one of the courses. Yes. Not in my house, spaghetti's dinner. That's it. Right, so, right, yeah, right. So, no, that's just so one I, of I, the I have two helpings, house. and all of a sudden they brought in all this food. So we go out there to the, um, the her, her relatives out there, lovely, lovely people, and they feed us like unbelievable. Right, I'm sorry. Right. It's unbelievable. That's your secundo, right? Or how do you say that? The second. The second, uh, uh, the second, well, we start at with a pot, the and then the secondo is usually some kind of meat and fish, and meat and fish, and meat and probably fish, yeah. several meats. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I, I, on I, and on. I lived with an Italian family. I actually did one summer when I was doing theater when I was a kid. And uh, we, we'd always sit down, and the mother would always make the pasta, right. yeah. like like fresh pasta. Homemade pasta, And the yeah. first time I sat down to have dinner, I took out my fork and my knife. And you, you yeah, never heard right. such a squeal go up, <laughs> you know, my right. God. And it's like immediately the big spoon came out and yeah. I was, was taught the correct taught. way. Yes. Yes. And if you're uh, really good, you don't even need the spoon. Fortunately, the lady of the house on Christmas is uh, part Irish, so I get a lot of forgiving. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> she treats you, uh, how, how, do, how does an Irish person eat spaghetti? I guess with uh, with Guinness. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> there you go. It's like, like anything else. Yeah, I, I don't use a spoon. Uh-huh. I, I, I take it, swirl it, knead so it. So like one at a time. To <laughs> no, no, no. Like no. a worm kind of entering I, your gizzard. <laughs> My manners are far better than that. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> no, the spaghetti just spurts all over the place. Something happened between you two just recently. What happened? Wasn't there oh, an event? We, we, got, uh, we got married. Oh, my oh. God. You went and did it. Congratulations. Thanks. How recent was this? We got married. We celebrated our one-year anniversary uh, uh, Wednesday. Thursday, Wednesday night. Nice. Uh, Happy we, anniversary. Thanks. thanks. We, we've been together for many, many, many more years than that. Well, we you finally, know you were right. It was Thursday night. Thursday night. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> we, finally, we finally get married, though, after uh, a very long time together. Long I time finally, together. I finally... Convinced her to uh, marry me. Oh, okay, okay. So, so she caved and we did it. And okay. Yeah, but 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 you have to remember the date too. The date of what? Oh, December date, 14th. Right. So you know what Becky did because she knows that I, I'm I'm very forgetful. She put the date inside the wedding ring. Yeah, we had it engraved. And Lord yeah. knows it saved me many years. But no, wait. You know the funny thing is is that it's true. I did that for him because I just didn't want him to you know forget. Like here's a little reminder, honey. You don't yeah. have to worry. You won't ever get in trouble. I all every. June, I look at my wedding ring. I have to take it off and go, oh, yeah, June 22nd. I think we're going to be married. We're going 37. We're just 37. We'll be 38 no, next No, it's year. only been about eight years. Yeah, right, sweetie. And so I do remember it now, by now. Wow, yeah, yeah. Now but honestly, I looked at it. I have looked well, at the you know, ring. The thing, we've been together a long time, and yeah. our original wedding thing was July 1st, and that was a big deal. But then you get this presence, and uh, anniversary number one is paper. 
Yeah. Like, what yeah. the hell did you give somebody a paper? Like a, a paper book? Cup? Well, I money. Her, I, gave, poem? I gave her a paper. Pa- 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 money's yeah. paper. Yeah, pa- money's paper. There yeah. you go. I didn't, you're not giving your wife money for That's awful. I don't know. I wouldn't mind. Could be, you know, could be misinterpreted, right? Thanks, sweetie. Here's 100 that's bucks. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a little blue. <laughs> Thanks for the good time. Thanks for the good right. Yeah, here, that was, here's that a was terrific. Right. Yeah, let me throw in another 10. <laughs> As a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah that, well, was it good for you? Maybe you need to pay me a little I, bit. I think you guys have to stop. That, that'll, that'll end that relationship. <laughs> you so, went to Paris for your honeymoon, yeah? I heard oh, you went to did. Paris. How was oh. it? Was it, was it romantic? Were you on the left yes. bank? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> what was we were on the left bank, the right bank. We, 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 were at, we stayed right in the Chatelet, the busiest uh, 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 metro station in the world. A friend of ours, uh, Simon Preble, a wonderful um, actor and audiobook narrator, he and his wife have an apartment in Paris right there, right about, you know, just four uh, blocks in Notre Dame, and, 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 and they gave it to us as a present. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So we wow. stayed there. How long were you up. there? Two weeks. Wow. We, we spent great. four days at a hotel next door to the place yeah. Yeah, and then moved the thing. Into Simon's, yeah. we, we, we spent a little time in, this was after we were married for a while, and we brought our young daughter, who's with us right now. She's right there, and she has her own son right now. And Aww. we, we, I did not have a good time. Really? No, no he no. wasn't. I nice. was in a bad mood. He didn't want to go to Paris. He wanted to go. Can to you the imagine country. what a waste? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Such a jerk. We have to go back again, honey. Well, yeah, well, Paris Please. was the most fabulous thing we've ever we've ever done. I, you know what? It's 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 very complex. Psychology is really complex, <laughs> Joanna. We've been um, in therapy for years. Yeah, and that, now I'm better. Uh, I know I've, it is. I've read about, I've narrated, I should say, about, about, about 30 <laughs> psychology books, so yes. Okay, <laughs> and I, I think I'd be a lot better now. You I was just coming off of this great job, and I didn't want to leave it, and we had the baby. I wanted to go to the country. I, I, I've never had a better time. Yes. It was two it's weeks wonderful. of just, oh, my God. And then All right, give us, a, give us an oh, my God moment. Well, uh, did you ever go to uh, Montmartre, the, the, the area up there, the, the Sacre Coeur, the church, uh-huh. that you climb up these 365 stairs in a curlicue? And I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't like that being enclosed. Yeah, a little vertigo. Oh my God! You remember ver- Vertigo, the movie? Yes, I do. I, yeah, I, but it was difficult for me because I'm claustrophobic. Ah. And we got at the top, and then you look over, and it's Paris, and it's just, it's, it's the most magnificent. City, oh, it's and gorgeous, views, and the food is consistent, yes, superlative, yes. Just wonder, I, 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 there are too many oh my god moments to go through, right? I, I'd happily go back, I'd happily move there, <laughs> uh, and I don't speak the language. Have you though. been to Italy? Yes, together. Has, yeah. my family, right? Yes, yeah. I mean, we've been to Italy a few times, Alan and I. Now that's where the food is amazing. Oh. Everywhere you go, littlest restaurants, just hole in the walls, just yeah. amazing food everywhere. Hey, let me add, because you're here, a little plug. I've been to <laughs> I've been I've been to these restaurants, Nikki's restaurants. Uh-huh. We live just down the street. The food here is magnificent. Oh, at Nikki. Oh, here, right yeah. Here, right here. At, at Popete. Yeah, yeah, Popete. Popete 71, yeah. Yeah, that's fabulous. Yeah. The meatballs and I see are there's, fabulous. There's two meatballs left, and uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to reach it in time for them. I'm not going to. I'm going to have dinner <laughs> as soon as we're done here. My, my grandson. But but the one at Pol- uh, on 83rd Street, yeah. he's got this naked meatball. Oh, no, stolen meatball. Stolen meatball. You have to go right there and try that. I think is amazing. It's, it's award-winning. Been there, done that. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, stolen? 
They're called stolen. Yeah. If you if you look at our podcast, so listen to the There's podcast. A story. The Nikki tells a story of the uh, stolen. He used to sneak them when his mother was cooking him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and to, to make a long story short, he used to sneak them. Yeah. So he called them stolen. Oh, like, like, we do that. that like, like, licking the icing. Italian. Yeah, kind of. Exactly. But yeah. But then his mother. You know, she saw it. She knew it. So she said, well, come on. You better learn how to make these. And, and, he and here he is with two restaurants. They're wonderful. Yeah. Uh, we, we hear from uh, the, the, the um, podcast uh, pipeline that you're starting a podcast. Oh, what's Johnny? this? You're taking business away from us? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. This is terrible. I'm going to share yeah. You're going to share. Okay. Share. We'll talk about each other's podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about you. You talk about us. Podcasts yeah. can be listened to in every time. I... Um, uh, partner and I, have, I've been asked to do podcasts for a long time, so we're gonna, we, I, I've been looking to do a, a late-night talk show type podcast. Nice, I like that. Um, because that, that works with my personality, and I'll, it'll be about audiobooks specifically, but everything generally. And, um, Wonderful. And we, we haven't worked out the details, but it is definitely... Um, quite hammered out. Well, Joanna, <laughs> Joanna and I and our partner, Stephen J. Cohen, are planning a lot of things okay. All under, right. under an umbrella thing called Abbreviated Audio, which is a website we own. Well, if you, ever need, an, if you ever need an audiobook fan, I'm your girl. I need, I'm, I'm a I, huge I, audiobook I, I, fan. I also need a podcast advice, not having ever done one or frankly ever listened to one. Our prices are not too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I can assure you, here's I, my I, card. I'll, I'll give you this meatball and the rest of my wine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I'll give oh, you a really? cold, a cold okay. meatball and half a glass of wine. Sounds I'm, good. Right. I'm, your, I'm your man. <laughs> done. I'm, I'm, I'm your man. Joanna, what, what are you up to? Sure. What am I up to? Um, actually, I'm in a recording crunch right now. I have two books that are due by the end of January. I'm trying to get ready for Christmas. So, so you're real busy, like Johnny. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking forward to not being busy. Yeah, we're, we're, not being busy. For a yeah. week. We, we have a recording studio in our apartment, nice. and we schedule who does what when. Yeah. yeah. All right. Megan, Megan's Thank here, you, filling, Megan. filling up Johnny's uh, Johnny's yeah, bowl you, but, but there. Pop some in there if it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's no, different. No, it's different. Yeah, it's, different. Uh, it's different. As if I care. <laughs> it's a pico. Want it in there? No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Excellent wine. Well, John, it's great, and Joanna, it's great Thank having you, you on coming. Bar Crawl Radio. I'm so I'm so happy about your success and that you invited us, me back, and Joanna the first time. And uh, yeah, you, you guys are actually wonderful. I really think you guys are, you guys are really salt like of the earth. A great Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, we, well, we that's do. That's why we, we did it. Yeah, yeah. The only problem is we haven't made any money on it yet. Yeah, well. Well, you got to get some advertising. It'll come I know, I know. We well, we just advertised your podcast. Oh, I, that which doesn't exist yet. So that's oh, like, no, that's that doesn't, we'll that do doesn't work. We'll have a redo. We'll okay. Have a redo. All right. Have a happy, happy holiday. Thank we'll, you. We'll, 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 we'll clink one more time. So clink, clink. Clink, clink. Salja. Salja. And uh, we'll be right back. Okay, okay, we're back, and um, we have a former Barcrawl Radio guest. He's been on Barcrawl Radio many, many times. He's making his way over to the bar, and uh, Chris Hoffman is with us. 
he did not bring the Oracle Bowl because we just want to talk to him. Chris, welcome. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, you're not. Yeah, hot now. Alan. There you go. How are you? I'm I'm good. I love the shirt. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's quilted. It is. is it really? I'm, I'm going to yeah. touch it. This is this I'm is not I'm sexual touch abuse. It from this side. No, no, no. It's flannel. All right. It's quilted. <laughs> Very nice. I like it. Fully well, fashioned. Chris knows clothing. I do. Right. My hobby. Yes. Right. And you were you 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 have been in clothing. You were mm-hmm. a dresser of men, a dresser of presidents. That's right. That's right. And we we talked about that on Windermere Tales. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know we want to talk about that anymore. No, we're trying to forget that at this point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, are you drinking anything? Can we get you something to drink? Yeah. Would you I like would something? like an Italian beer. An Italian beer? Italian beer. beer. All right. Do we have Italian All right. beer here? Well, you know, as, we'll soon, as, as soon as we see Megan come around, we'll... Uh, hey, you know Megan? who I we'll, see, we'll, Alan? We'll I see our other guest, too. Nick oh, Nick is here, too. He's coming for so this. So Nick is going to... Is going to come on up and uh, join us take at a, the Polpete Seventy One Bar. So, uh, Chris, Alan, how? <laughs> Very funny. I, I hear you're getting into comedy, but before we do that, uh, what, what, how do you celebrate Christmas? I know I, you're a Jungian. I'm a Jungian. Uh, and is there a Jungian kind of thing that you do? Yeah, I go to the beach. Ah. At Christmas. I go to the beach at Christmas. On Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, I get up like it. Right before dawn, uh, and I walk to the beach, and uh, and you and you just kind of meditate on there, the beach. Sit there and you know wait till the sun comes up, and then I go to the deli. Right. And, Do you bring uh, your tree with you? No, no, I'm ecumenical. So <laughs> for me, what, you're what? so you're not you're Is not into the tree. Ecumenical? What's ecumenical? It means it's m- like all many faiths. Many faiths. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah. my main focus, to be honest with you, is. Uh, December 21st, which is the winter solstice. Yes. You know. That is one scary day. Yeah. That is, that is. I mean night, because it's like you don't know if the sun's going to freaking come up. Well, that's the thing. You never know. You never know. You never know. So do you, do you stay up all night? Do you, do you like the drink no, and get depressed no. and feel oh, no. dread? Well, no. I mean, I, I always celebrate the solstice, whether it's the spring or the summer. And uh, no, for me, it's an incredible time. Yeah. You know, because my ancestors were Druids, so they went out of their way. That was their big holiday, you know. So I never realized when I was younger why I liked the solstice so much. And then when I started to become a little bit more aware, uh, that, that was one of the reasons I think that, you know, I'm so compelled to celebrate it in that form. So it's actually December 21st. It's not the. Uh, 25th, which to me is the pagan. No, right, yes. Okay, yes. I, I, want, I want to pagan. invite our, our, our second guest here at Mike, and then I want to talk about the solstice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, uh, Nicholas Martin Smith is with us. He's with the Hudson Warehouse, the other Shakespeare, Shakespeare in the, in the park. park. Yes. And uh, they just completed uh, their annual commemoration of Veterans Day, the oral history of the time. And uh, I want to I want to know how it how it What's went. What's happening? But, but hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm well, Alan. How can are we you? can we get you Becky? a drink? I would love one. Yeah. So I we need to get Megan love over a here. martini. So, hi. Nick would like to order a drink, and Chris too. Can I get a gin martini, straight up, no vermouth, very cold, one olive? Wow, he knows what he wants. I you do. know, you're like me. I have like a, a long, you know. <coughs> Drink order. Exactly. Do you but have, it's a recipe. Do you have Peroni? Exactly. A Peroni. There you go. There you go. Sorry we didn't have a mic on, on Megan. Yeah. Uh, what did she room. say? 
I don't know. I have the headsets on. She I said can't hear that anything. you were. I think he said. I think she said Chris had great style for ordering that drink. Yeah. All right. Okay. Grazie. Okay. Okay. Right, so, yes. And, and Nick, Nick get, get in on this because you I know will. what the solstice is, right? Yeah. Oh, I sure do. Yeah. I heard think of it. we should stay up all night on the 21st. I think it's a great idea. Because and just um, kind of just drink and like get feel the dread of the, whether the sun's going to come up. It will, though. It takes three days. And three on days the 25th, the it actually starts moving up again. But okay. it sits there. Uh, for three days, starting on the 21st, and then on the third day it rises again. The sun rises. But isn't, isn't there a chance that the, the axis might tilt the wrong way? That you know, like it might get messed up. Isn't that the, like the, it the could. fear? It could. I don't know. Anything is possible. I'm fascinated Especially in the age though. of Trump. Well, they think that's what happened in the last ice age. No, see, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. You guys are being funny, but I think that's no, a, I'm serious. It's a case. No, no, yeah. he's serious. I know. I know. It's the younger Dreyas, right? <sighs> he's a druid, so of course well, he's Celtic, serious. Celtic, so between yeah. the two of us, we'll figure this out. So the young, the Ice Age, they think that... They think that when the ice started to melt, or when it first froze, that it tilted the Earth off its axis slightly. Wow. Because a lot of the really profound monuments around the Earth all fall on the same line as the original equator. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. I have something to add, something strange that I don't know if it's related at all, but do you know that the Earth used to spin what, I guess would it be faster? Because the years used to be longer. And, huh. and you know, billions of years ago it yeah. was uh, like a year would be the cycle of the year would be 400 days instead of 365. You Seriously? know, we all get wow. tired. <laughs> of, my, of my stories? No, 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 no. No, no we get tired of spinning. Of spinning. Oh, oh man. Okay. We kind of slow down. up. So I have not heard this theory. I like it. It's true though. No, I'm this is I'm not making this. It's something I tell you what, I got this from NPR. Okay. Really? Oh, that's a legitimate source. There yeah. you go. There you go. As long as it's not Ryan, uh, what is it, uh, Leonard Lopate, we're okay. Oh, please. <laughs> Let's not go over there. I do oh, like the celebration okay. of the solstice, though. So I liked coming in the middle of that conversation. Yeah, I mean. So do you do I anything? You do? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, I burn incense uh, as often as I can, which hasn't been a lot lately because Susan uh, doesn't like it, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but maybe we can like broadcast all night I don't, uh, and like, uh, bring the sun back. No, yes. we're not. It's not. It's not a no, like I don't think. In, no. That's in five days from now. I, I don't know if we can get it together for. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be just you and I would just be talking yeah, talk, to each talk, other. Talk a bar to stay open for all night. Yeah. Into or the you could do it for Dwayne Reed. Yeah. Or Dwayne. They have a beer in a bar. bar? <laughs> right? they, well, they, have, they sell beer. Oh. That's a good point. And their post offices now. So. I think we should do it from a church or something. A church. We get there. Suppose, yeah. 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 St. John of the Divine. They do an all-night show. Right. Remember we went to it here. Let's uh, go there. Yeah. Nick, how, how did the how we'll did the uh, beer. how did the veterans commemoration? Uh, uh, it was go? great. This year it was World War II. This is our fourth annual commemoration, uh, Veterans Day commemoration. Uh, this year, Susan, who's my collaborator, she's the executive director of Hudson Warehouse. This year, she interviewed World War II vets in their 90s. Uh, she interviewed three of them. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was really unbelievable. Do and you then, record uh, that? Uh, Susan does. Yeah, and then right. she transcribes it. Susan wrote documentaries for PBS talking about PBS. I guess we were talking NPR. Now PBS. Uh, she was a writer and producer for Nature for 12 years. 
So what this becomes is basically a living documentary. Uh, so and where we can we hear it? I mean, is she, well, is she edited? Or? It's not recorded as, it is not recorded. It's, it's, uh, there is, a v, I guess, a video of it. But no, unfortunately, we don't actually record the event. Uh, but these actors are amazing, you know, because they, they, learn, they learn about the veteran, and then they actually just reenact these stories in the, in the moment which right. is really compelling and we had two of the two of the guys from Baston from Battle of the Bulge there so it was really uh, really moving that's amazing years old yeah it was really incredible with, I mean were they I mean were they did they remember or oh they? yes oh yeah they sat for hours with Susan originally telling their stories and wow. so when they came that wow. night and we have actors playing them on stage, yeah. reliving this night in Baston when his feet almost froze off and he was almost caught by the Germans and all this, and he's sitting in the front row. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I would love to get some of this, like, in audio. We should oh, talk about it, because Alan actually, Alan and I actually have experience with just that, 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 that thing. We made a, a documentary. We were working on a documentary about Monte Cassino. About Monte Cassino. Oh, really? Yes. So oh, you, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah so we have, we have a lot we, of that tape. Really? Yeah, we have a lot of video on... Um, when did you guys start that? This in was back the 90s. in the 90s. Okay, yeah. so the guys were 70 then. Yeah. They were. Yes, I mean, yes. they're, and they're probably... A lot of them are not with us anymore. No, I know. Yeah. So we have the hard part. A, lot, a lot of stuff Anyway, another show, honey. Right. Another mm-hmm. show. And you have a Valentine's Day reading coming up. Yeah, well, what it is, it's a monologue festival. Writers of Go-Go is a contemporary play reading series that's part of uh, Hudson Warehouse. And so we uh, collect monologues from people who submit them, and then we decide on the best 14, because it's the 14th, it's Veteran uh, Valentine's Day, and we uh, then produce them. And it's uh, the event, this is, I think, the third year we're doing this, uh, but it's a Valentine's Day monologue festival, The Many Faces of Love. So these uh, monologues cover everything from uh, obsessive-compulsive obsession all the way through to devotion and loss. I mean, it covers the gamut, and it's really incredibly moving. You know, we, we haven't gone to any of your winters. I mean, we uh, events we are going to. You did I, come to see Julius Caesar. We I saw Julius Caesar. Yeah. Absolutely, we saw it, that and was, it was, yeah, that was amazing. Uh, and why we didn't come back and see the rest of what you do uh, at Hudson <laughs> Warehouse, the other Shakespeare in the Park. I, I, well, I don't know, but we will. The next one it's up is New in Year's March. resolution. Well, thank you. Next yeah. in March, we're doing uh, Trojan Women. Uh, this is. Um, it's Women's History Month, and uh, this is an adaptation of Chuck Me adapted Trojan Women from Euripides uh, back in the early 90s. And then I took it and made another, I sort of adapted it again using his text, but then writing my own. Uh, and we're, we created this Trojan Women, which we produced originally in 2010. Well, we're bringing it back because it's so pertinent nowadays with yeah. all that's going in the news about... Uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault, and uh, having to stay silent wow. for all those years. Wow. So this is a really in- incredible uh, production, uh, which is really stark and very uh, upsetting. So yeah. it should be cool. Totally looking forward to it. Uh, Chris, um, this yes. is good. This is a segue. You, you, mm-hmm. I know you're there munching away at our meatballs there. Ah. Uh, they're, they're really good. This is a segue into jokes. Mm-hmm. I do have my favorite joke okay. for you. All right, and we're, and we're all going to tell jokes now. Yeah, we have uh, a Christmas joke. I forgot that part of the assignment. Like, <laughs> but brace no, no, no. yourself. We, you didn't we bring your them. own. Okay, it's I'm okay. just going to laugh. It's brace okay. yourself. No, we okay. brought them. Just pull one out of the... Out of the I, have, I have a really oh my God. profound one. Okay, here we okay, go. Okay, go. But you got to prepare yourself. I'm Chris, ready. Okay. Chris's Christmas joke. This is my Christmas joke. 
Jean-Paul Sartre is in a coffee shop. Oh, this is serious. This is good. I like this. He orders a coffee with no cream. The waitress says, I'm sorry, sir. We're out of cream. How about a coffee with no milk? Christmas joke. That was really clever. That was good, though. That wasn't a Christmas joke. Sure it is. It was a Christmas Eve this happened. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) All right. It was a warm drink, a cold drink. We have another special guest here, Al, who's ready to tell a joke. Okay. We have someone that wants to do a a shout out. Hi, this is Juliet. Uh, Juliet, hi. Hi, Juliet. I'm I'm here visiting my family, and somebody talked me into this. All right, I'm reading this for the first time. I don't know what this says. Oh, yeah, I don't have my reading glasses. Okay. Three men died on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) And were met by St. Peter at the Parley Gate in honor of this holy season, St. Peter said. You must each possess something that symbolizes Christmas to get into heaven, of course. How else would they get there? The first man fumbled through his pockets and pulled out a lighter. He flicked it and said, it represents a candle, he said. That's a little bit of whatever. You may pass through the pearly gates, St. Peter said. The second man reached into his pocket and pulled out a set of keys. He shook them and said, they're bells. St. Peter said, you may pass through the pearly gates. The third man started searching desperately through his pockets and finally pulled out a pair of women's glasses. St. Peter looked at the man and raised his eyebrows and said, and just what do those symbolize? And the man replied, uh, they're carols. That really really wasn't worth it. I think there was a ringer. All right, all right. I have one. Go ahead, go ahead. I have one. It's it's actually, okay, you judge. How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Two bucks. Nothing. It was on the house. (laughs) What do you say to Santa when he's taking attendance at school? What? Present. Oh, dear. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's bad. Oh, my God. That's bad. Yeah. Here, here's. Okay, here. a guy bought his wife a beautiful diamond ring for Christmas. After hearing about the extravagant gift, a friend of his said, I thought she wanted one of those sporty four-wheel drive vehicles. He said, "I." she did, he replied. Uh, but where was I going to find a fake Jeep? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll be in the Poconos on Wednesday. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Okay, Chris, you got one. What do you call someone who doesn't believe in Father Christmas? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> They're a little early on that. <laughs> Hang on. Chris, could you do it again, please? Yeah, you know, Start again. What you know, on earth? Wait, yeah. What? The my secret God. of my of my comic success is uh, timing. What? <laughs> what? What do you call someone who doesn't believe in Father Christmas? I don't know what. A rebel without a clause. A rebel without a clause. That is great. Uh, Megan, here, pull, pull, pull a joke out. Okay. Yeah, wait a second. Tell us the joke. All right, the first. How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? We don't know. We don't know. It's a joke we love to hear in the bar. <laughs> Nothing, it was on the house. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. This deja vu all over again. Yeah, pick out another one. <laughs> we, we heard that yeah, one. That idea. was like a repeat. Okay, How many martinis have I had? <laughs> How come you never hear anything about the tenth reindeer, Olive? Olive. <laughs> why? Why, why? Why don't you hear from? Yeah, you know Olive. The other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. 
Okay. I don't right. know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. We, we advertise this as really bad Christmas jokes, and Lord and I knows think we fulfilled that. that is exactly what we got. Thank okay. you. Thank listen, you very much, listen, everybody. We are. I got a Christmas pirate joke. Oh, oh go for okay, it. Okay. You ready? At Christmas, how much does a pirate charge for a piercing? <laughs> I don't know. How much, how much? Chris? A buccaneer. Wow. All right. I've had enough of this. I, wow. I think we want to I think we just want to say thank you to everybody. Thank you. We're at Polpat at 71 at 71st West 71st Street. We want to thank Nick Marmondo for allowing us to be at his delightful bar and restaurant BCR. We want to thank all our guests, Chris, Nicholas, Johnny, Joanna, Joanna and uh, what so was that? Popo's. Uh, and Popo was played by Paul Rubin, Popo's Nancy, campaign manager. And Nancy from the uh, Broadway Mall Association. Nancy Chavez. And especially right. thanks to Nick and Megan. Yeah. For letting us do this. And getting, getting us a bit drunk. Happy holidays, everyone. This is Bar Crawl Radio. Come out to Paul Pete 71. It's a great place. It's getting really crowded, so we yeah. got to get out of here. we got to get out of here. Sweetie, it's been great. Love you. Love you. <laughs>